Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Where one working mom and a stay-at-home dad help you navigate the nuts and bolts of the growing and dynamic world of homeschooling. With a focus on early learners. Like me! All the ins and outs of building and maintaining your homeschool life. Homeschool! Find out tips and tricks to make things like this easier. I'm reading! And ultimately, enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing? Have fun together! Did I do good, Daddy? (laughs) Yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Welcome back to Homeschool Together Community Bonus Edition. I guess. Really, just that we finished recording, and as we were sitting here chit-chatting about our our recording tonight, somebody on our Facebook group posted a question, and we got into such a deep discussion with it that Matthew, like a giddy giddy child, ran over to the computer and was like, no, no, we must record this. No, no, I just thought we were talking about this, so we might as well... Like talk about this question. You want to read the question? You don't. Yeah, have to give yeah. Her name. No, I she think isn't. this is a good question. So this was about uh, one of our uh, group members posted some really cool pictures of her blossom and root curriculum, which we just talked about on one of our last podcasts. Yeah, join us on Facebook at Homeschool Together <laughs> Podcast Group. Make sure we got to sh- put that shout out. But that's where this this question was posted. So right, and somebody else said, "I really love the podcast the other day, and Blossom and Root sounds so cool." Uh, I'd love to try it for my third grader. I'm just worried it wouldn't be feasible since I work full time and my husband's gone all day at work, so I don't have any help. Uh, and uh, we've had some great community outreach so far, just kind of asking this this user what their normal day is like right now. And and this other person responded that um, you know she couldn't speak for the upper grades, but you know Kinder seems like you could make it as involved as you want. Um, if you only follow the curriculum as written, it's, it's not too much. And so one of the things we were just talking about back and forth was like, like, so, so let's just, let's walk through the scenario, right? Obviously we don't have all the, all the details from her. Let's walk through the scenario a little bit. She's working from home. Um, she's in an office probably maybe. Um, and she's got some student who may be at home or they want to do the blossom and root curriculum. You know, how could somebody accomplish this if, I think her biggest concern is that maybe she doesn't have enough time to devote to the curriculum. Yeah. Now, we don't know a lot of the deep details of what, like, say, the third grader curriculum equivalent would be for Blossom yeah, and Root. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, it's some history, some language arts, it's some math, it's there, some there's, uh, there's no math, but there's nature. Well, she'll have to layer in some math curriculum Well, as well right, right, something will have to go in. I think, so, what we were just talking about with this is that one of the things I really like about digital curriculums is that the... The upfront cost is so low that you don't, and and you can buy the materials yourself or decide that you don't, that that material is not for you and you want to supplement with a different book or, right, you're not buying a, you know, thousand dollar box that's all complete. So one of the things I like about this is you can decide, hey, I'm going to get this curriculum and I'm going to decide what works for me and not. And one of the things I would say, and, and I will respond on the Facebook group is that, I think for a parent in this situation who's considering a curriculum and doesn't know if it would work for them, you know, step one would be definitely to join the Facebook group for that curriculum and ask this question to folks who've used that actual level. If she was asking us about the early years, volume two level, uh, or even kinder level, I could definitely respond better. So I think that's like step one. And then the second thing is, 
going with one of these, you can decide to take or chuck whatever you want because you didn't, you didn't have to spend an arm and a leg for it, which is great. Uh, and maybe even able to blend, say like, you know, it's third grader, right? So torchlight supports up to that age as well. So she may even be able to blend a couple curriculum. Right. And that torchlight, the torchlight, um, episode hasn't come out yet. Uh, neither has Build Your Library. So those are two that the that the community has yet to hear about. But those are two other great digital curriculums. I think the thing is everybody really worries about how time, would I the time commitment the time commitment and and as but, right, but, rightly so. Rightly I mean, so. I, I mean, think that's they, important. They're trying they're trying to make money. They're doing a full time job. They have responsibilities. Right, and they have a child at home. And and how does this work? I think so. A number of things can be done independently. First of all, something's going on with your child already that either you have somebody helping or you're doing what so many parents are doing, which is juggling, working while trying to kind of keep your child entertained. Mm-hmm. At least with a curriculum, you can have some books that child can look through. You we're could talking also... about a third grader, so we're, we're looking at maybe an eight or nine, nine-year-old. Right. Some so you... autonomy there, some ability to go off and yeah. say, yeah. okay, I'd like you to go do this reading. I'm going to sit on a meeting for a half hour, 40 Yeah, minutes. do this art project maybe. The other thing is whatever you do during the day, I don't think any of these curriculums is so intense that you couldn't do them on evening or weekend. Yeah. If you if you needed to do that, if you wanted to say, hey, in the evenings or, when dad is home yeah. and mom's not working anymore, we're going to do – you know, half an hour or or an hour's worth yeah. of some some school stuff, and on the weekends we'll pack in our nature walks and our other pieces of blossom and root. Mm-hmm. I think it can be whatever you need it to be. That is the ultimate wonder and joy of homeschool is that it can be anything you need it to be. It can fit whatever your life looks like, Absolutely. whatever like, hours you have to devote or, or what you can give it, we, and we'll be wonderful. Heard, what we just heard about on our own street, and we're gonna. We're going to carefully try to get them onto the podcast somehow. <laughs> but five doors down, we just heard that a family is doing van schooling. Yeah, they're they going to RV school. They bought this beautiful RV. They're going to travel around to these national parks. They're, they're going, going to teach their from kids. The RV. Yeah, and, and they're going to do that because that works for them. I think, look, this year is going to be so rough with kids doing virtual schooling on Zoom. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much they're really going to get out of that, yeah. despite valiant efforts by many, many well, teachers in the country. Yeah. So, And we're starting to get some of those initial reports. We, You know, you and I were listening to a podcast the other day. We won't name it, but they were already going into those first few days of schooling. That yeah, was rough. And it's very challenging for a lot of people. You know, they're sitting on Zoom most of the day, or a lot of families are a little nervous about mm-hmm. sending their kids to school, and they're waiting to see what happens. They're waiting... You know, will there be a, an outbreak at my school and whatnot? They're already having to deal with kids at home doing, you know, their their Zoom school for seven, eight hours a day. You know, there's already, a. I think a lot of people are this year are going to take a deep breath and the expectations are not going to be as high as they would if this hadn't happened. Well, I think that's definitely true because yeah. it's students are not going to retain the same amount as they would if they had in-person instruction. And and so... And I don't want to go as far as to say this is a lost year, but... I, but I don't want to say that. So I many people are... Anyone, are no. So many teachers and administrators and parents and everyone's pulling so hard to make they're, they're this... They're busting their butt to try to make the it... The best that it can yeah. be. And I, you know, appreciate and admire all of their efforts. One of the things, if, if you've decided to homeschool, the time that you give your kid is so... It's like... Uh, I don't know. I think it's it's so concentrated with learning. So, you know, it's not eight hours in a classroom. It could be two hours with mom or an hour with mom yeah. and be 
just as potent because you're focused on them. And I think that everybody gets hung up with how much time. I think start with what you can give and and see how you go. There's no, mm-hmm. there's not going to be a wrong answer. Obviously, you have state requirements. You have to meet those. But just start and and feel your way through it and see what you can give and how your learner responds. So, so for example, this mom, you know, Blossom root curriculum, $60? I, I don't know. Level three gets is more expensive. More expensive. Okay. So, so like a, like a better it's, cost it's a, would be even build your library. but Yeah. But let's just say it's $100, right? Something like that. Or you can go look at what the example curriculum is. You could even purchase pieces of Blossom and Root. Yeah. Hey, I think Blossom and Root Nature sounds terrific. I'll do my own language arts. Uh, I'll work on spelling with my child and, and I'll do some history stuff. And I just want to pull in that piece. You could get it for even less if you just, there's a specific part of it that you really love. So that's one of the real advantages of Blossom and Root that the other curriculums don't offer is the ability to buy just a, a, like a module of it. But but even, you know, from the homeschool standpoint, especially when you get these older kids, pull down the sample curriculum for Blossom and Root. Yeah. Sit down with your third third grader and say, you know, mommy or daddy are thinking about doing this what do you think talk to them right they're 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 an adult i mean they're not an adult but they're you know they're a real human being they can make good decisions and say do you think this would be better experience for you and this is how you know i as a as a teacher or as a mentor can do this you know i'll have to spend an hour here and then you may have to go do something for an hour maybe Mm -hmm. watch a movie come back and we'll talk about it or go watch this documentary and come back and we'll talk about it those type of things you know, yeah. sit down with them and ask them, you know, how could we both make this the best experiences? You have that honest conversation. It, yeah, it might be a little difficult. I think that if uh, if you go on to the, the Facebook group for this curriculum and mm-hmm. you say, I'm a full-time working parent mm-hmm. and my husband's also full-time working and we're trying to homeschool our child, how do you all make it work? I guarantee... There are other people using the same curriculum that are doing this. This is not an ideal year to homeschool for any of us. Folks who plan to do it or folks who didn't uh, because many of our resources aren't available. So I think think really find some camaraderie and other folks that have done Mm -hmm. it because I guarantee you they are there. And it's achievable. I would just say – I would just say – do your best and, mm-hmm. and find the time that works for you and it'll be okay. Yeah, it will be okay. Like that's the other thing. And it'll be fine. You know, while you're, I think part of this is also, you know, maybe double-edged, double-sided, you know, they, they have to commit a certain amount of time to their work. They yeah, have it's an, tough. I mean, I work yeah. remotely every day. I, every day. I totally understand. And yeah, thankfully you, I have you home with the children, yeah. but even though you're here, they still want a lot of my time. Yeah, they can but, see through the glass doors of our but, office and want my but, time. But an almost five-year-old and a one-year-old is completely different than a a three or a third grader. That's right? true. But there's still there's still that want for connection, and in third grade's not very old. It's not that much older, but like you could set them up in your office. Like if if say for hypothetically, let's just you know we don't have all the data, but let's just hypothetically say that she has an office that she's working in, or she sure. has some environment that she's working in. Set up the kid next to you. And then work out some type of schedule, right? Even if they're sitting at school all day long, are they are they doing that in a different room at the kitchen table? Probably not. You might set them up right next to you, yeah. And you're yeah. kind of working side by side. You know, if you remove the Zoom school, and I'm not saying that in a negative side, but just you know, the kids sitting on Zoom doing Zoom school all day, 
if you remove that and you say, okay, here's Blossom and Root School, you can work together in that same environment to accomplish all your tasks. And I think there's, you know, you look at the schedule for school, you know, they go to school eight, they get off at three, that's seven hours, but that's not seven hours of instruction. And don't think that you have to do somehow fit seven hours of instruction within your eight hours of working. It's not that. So that's not the case. It might be a couple hours of instruction with a couple hours of, you know, work, side work or whatnot. Yeah. And Blossom and Root is not going to be as heavy as that. Also, you know, a kid sitting in a classroom for an hour learning about a subject, they are with 30 of their other peers being taught from a teacher about a certain topic there's a certain element of that the teacher has to teach to every single one of those kids and that maybe that hour, if it was more one-on-one wouldn't take as long. And there's a, and when you start to think about those aspects, you start to see how the blossom and root curriculum goes from a seven hour zoom school day down to maybe a two hour or an hour and a half day. And now, and now all of a sudden you're thinking about, okay, well how can I break that up across the day or, if my work is already accommodating me at home, is it okay if I start at nine and I spend seven to nine doing my a yeah. majority of my education? It's one of the things my... that we do. Yeah, I, I, I just worked it out with my, my manager yeah. in advance that I I don't start until a certain time and my kids are super early risers, so it works. Yeah. I think the challenge when comparing this to something like an online school, and yeah. it, there's different varieties, so I, I can't make too many generalizations, yeah. but... They they often are fairly hands off. If you had to work from home, mm-hmm. set them up in front of the computer, and the time the teacher's actively teaching, as long as you can, of course, keep your keep your child on Zoom, <laughs> keep yeah. them engaged. This is a real challenge. You know, that's I would say that that's that's time you don't have to be sitting there, kind of holding their hand. Hopefully, I mean that's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's real or not, you know, it's different in every state, in every school district. So I, I can't say, but this time, what I would say with any of these homeschool curriculums, especially for your young learners, or the early elementary set, you're going to need to be very present. Mm-hmm. There's, it, it is a lot less time, but it is a lot more intense time oh, as yeah. far as it's not a set, set it and forget it. No, not, that's, that's the wrong wording. I, I didn't, it's fine. I understand. No, no. I think they all. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm just trying to say that it's it's something that, y- yes, you could set them up with an art project sure. or something like that for a little bit, but mostly it's very involved, and that's one of the great things about homeschooling is being so close and having this relationship so, connection with your kid. I think this is a great kid. point. I think it's a great point you're bringing up here is that. It is going to be less, of a challenge in the moment to do the education because you'll find time. You maybe have a long lunch. You'll start a little early. You'll do something in the right. evening. You're going to have to make something, You'll do something work on for the you. Weekend. I think where the struggling point is that you're going to have to be very prepared. So like when you wake up in the morning or when you go to bed at night, you'll want to set up your day for success, right? You look at Because you have limited time. You only have so much time. So you want to make sure that the time that you do have is very efficient. So maybe this, you know, when we recommend this to people who are, you know, going to have to juggle this and, you know, honest, I, I don't. I'm just sitting here thinking about, you know, if you were off at at work and I was home and I was working my regular, you know, software product marketing job, job used to have, I can't imagine having to teach a four-year-old 
and care for a one-year-old. I mean, that's kind of an extreme situation, but right. wrapping my head around a more mature. Imagine she was in first grade though, and you had you had state requirements, right? We're yeah. at least in this at this point, we're still operating under the radar. Well, even first grade in the state of Washington, we wouldn't. But let's imagine that we were yeah. in a state that but, did have those. But from requirements. that standpoint, trying to put myself in that in that situation, it is all about preparation, and maybe you have to prep on the weekend for your coming week. And it, it may require some good dialogue with your learner, mm-hmm. understanding that, hey, mom or dad only has so much time. So we want to be very focused. I want this to be as positive of an experience as possible and really open up that communication so that your learner knows that you're trying your hardest to make yeah. this as best of a situation as possible. Getting feedback from your learner as well. You know, I know it sounds weird, but I do ask feedback. You know, I asked our, our, our oldest, I go, you know, what can daddy do better? Even for almost five-year-old, I ask her, what can daddy do better to make this more enjoyable? I like that kind of adult-level communication with her mm-hmm. because I, you know, I'm, I'm respecting her as, a, as an individual, respecting her as you know, her own autonomy, and also getting feedback, being able to provide feedback to me. You know, having that open level of communication, having good preparation, I think is going to be paramount to a situation like what was described in this comment it's going to be less that I think of a challenge of in the moment because, you know, it's just learning things. It's just having the confidence to know that this curriculum is satisfying the meta need of your child to finish, say, third grade. Yeah. And having the confidence to know that what you're going to be doing over the next 180 days is sufficient enough. This is a little bit of that imposter syndrome being sufficient enough to make sure that when they go into fourth grade that they're not going to be lost well and you want it or to they, be a, they haven't lost ground because you made this choice you know, there's and, a little bit of that fear i, I can always be enriching as well yeah, I, right? i'm not saying that she has that fear but i would have that fear right if yeah. just trying to empathize and put myself in that situation i can feel like i would have a little bit of that fear like am i yeah am i doing this wrong i think being prepared having a good level of communication also i mean i don't know if there's going to be a standardized test where she is what her requirements are for the state but you know, if you start now, doesn't mean you have to end in May. You can continue into the summer. Right. Well, I would, I would actually, I would actually talk about the opposite way. One of the things that I've seen just repeatedly on Facebook is people saying, "I got to hurry up. We're starting Monday. I have to start Monday. I have to pick my curriculum. I have doesn't to get all my to. stuff." And yeah. it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. If Take a you're, deep breath. Yeah. Right. There's a there's a requirement in a lot of states like for ours. You have I, to I saw homeschool. This, I saw this exact thing on Reddit the other day. It was like, my gosh, I have to start in three days. I'm right. Like, no, well, everyone feels no, this, this intense pressure. Right. Yeah. I've, I've de-enrolled my child from the school district. The school district that's, starts school. Right there. That's terrifying. Right. It, well, it, it is for a lot of families. Lot this of families, wasn't what they planned to do. Right. So they've de-enrolled their child. Hey, school starts on, you know, September 8th or whatever it is. And so... I think that's Memorial Day, so it's ninth, whatever, or Labor Day. But you know, whatever the day starts on this, and I gotta start this day too because that's when my my school starts. And I would just say you you need to know what your state requirements are. Go all the way back to like episode three, yeah. four, yeah. and and look at that and and uh, and find out what you're really required. So, like for us in the state of Washington, we're required to homeschool 180 days a year. Now. That can, there's not a, that can look like whatever we want to look like. Some of those days could be weekend days. I don't have to start on September 15th if that's when the school year starts here. I don't have to start on that exact day. I think everyone, especially folks who are new and still trying to figure out their curriculum, need to just 
find out what the requirements are. When do they have to start? When do they have to end? Right. You could, I, I don't know exactly what the, I think it might be 180 days before the next school year, which would mean you could go all the way through the summer and get those extra months if you wanted to. Right. So find out what the requirements are and don't push yourself into something that you're not ready for, because then you rush, 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 rush to get all this stuff together, this materials and you get your curriculum and you think, blah, 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 try to figure it all out to start on something. And you don't have the time to do that preparation that you're talking about, mm-hmm. which I think is super important. If you're not going to, if you're not a, a stay at home parent and you, you are working full time remote and your partner's not there and all this stuff, like, you know, mama, you need some time to plan your attack to this whole thing and make sure that it's going to be, because ultimately it needs to be fun and enriching Mm -hmm. or your child's not going to learn well, you're going to struggle. It's all going to be hard. And I think that I'm just seeing so many people that are just, they're, they're so stressed about starting right the second. And I think most of them have extra time. Well, the stress is coming from the fact that they want the best for their kids. Of of course they do. We all understand that. And And they want to meet their state requirements, right? If school starts this day, I got to start this day too. Yeah, so we understand all those fears. I think if you can approach this from just a very calm thing, like what Ariel said, you know, start slow, relax. It doesn't have to be exactly what you think. Find out what the requirements are and then give yourself a breathing room. Good planning. Use the time you have early morning, evenings, weekends. Communicate with your learner. Describe what you're trying to do. Ask for feedback and just go at a very comfortable pace. I think you can have a lot of great success Mm -hmm. while also maintaining, you know, your work obligations. Yeah, it's such a struggle, right? We're trying to keep our head in the game for work. We're trying to do the best for our kids. Uh, It's just... Yeah. It's a it's a rough time and and I think that one of the wonderful things about homeschooling is it is infinitely adaptable mm-hmm. so you can find what works for you and if the first couple things you try don't really work out well for you I mean for us right we have to teach our daughter in the early morning she is not an evening learner no. she just couldn't do it it would not work out for us better off to wake her up early some kids are going to be totally the opposite mm-hmm. Right. Or, you know, lunchtime or afternoons works best for them or, or whatever. You know, I, I know that, uh, too, lots of parents have been able to block out time with their managers. Hey, I'm going to work in the early, early morning so that I can take off from this hour to this hour to be with my kid or whatever. And, you know, employers yeah, have if, been really good so far. I think. Yeah. If your employer is very adaptable to what your schedule is or they understand the situation you're in, you're in an even better situation. But, Assuming that that's out the window and you have a very hard schedule and it's, you don't have that much time, you know, I think it's doable. I actually do. So hopefully, you know, this little bonus edition. Yeah, hopefully this discussion, we just, we were talking about it here with I, such I think passion. A, I think like, it's an important question because it's, it's, I think it's a lot of the sticking points that people have when they first jump into it. I feel for everybody I too, feel, right? Really they're, they're, they're trying to figure out the best thing for their children. Yeah. So hopefully this answered the question. Try to periodically answer questions that come up on the on the on the forum because we want to make sure, as we said before, you know, this is a community, this is an engagement, this is what we think. You know, yeah. Obviously, go <laughs> go on to the as Ariel said. In my humble opinion, <laughs> yeah, these are our humble opinion. We're, we're you know, please take it with all the encouragement yeah. it's meant with. I think anybody, if you if you want to homeschool badly, yeah. like I think you can totally do this. There's got to be a, a way that it works for you. Well, especially, I mean, 
with the circumstances we're in. Yeah. I think I think it's something you can do to give as enriching of an experience as possible to your young kid. And I think you'll find a lot of enriching. Ex- you'll you'll find it enriching as well, even though you're managing a lot and you're, it feels like you're going to be juggling a lot. I think this could be a good experience for you. You know, our first you know, outside of this 25 minute uh, Facebook comment that we have <laughs> we have made. Um, I really encourage people who are in this situation. If you have a curriculum that you're in- interested in, go to the Facebook group for that level and ask these questions. You're going to get a lot of a lot of good responses out there. There's mm, a lot definitely. of great people. Or just waiting to help you. I was helping Such a mom. A great I was, community. Yeah, I was helping a mom earlier today. I don't know where she is in the world, but she was. She came onto the the subreddit for homeschooling, and she was just shocked at how helpful people are. So mm-hmm. really, go out there, engage people. They're really, really helpful. Hopefully, this was helpful to you. And we'll periodically bring these kind of bonus episodes. Yeah, so if you have any specific questions, if you're yeah. hearing this and be like, oh, I'd love for them to address mine, you know, sh- shoot us a, a note on Facebook or yeah, we'll, we'll Instagram or homeschool together podcast at gmail.com. Just mm-hmm. send us a, a question if you want to hear us gab about it, uh, because we'd certainly love to, to help anyone we can. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!